Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. You'll love this, Andrew. It'll be no surprise to you. Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports had never seen or had no no knowledge of Virginia Tech's entrance that they do in Blacksburg to enter Sandman. That's why we're playing that. We're going to get to that in about 30 minutes from now by the time Carolyn gets done talking about Aaron Rodgers and all that goes into that. But uh, she was... Uh, she was very. Uh, she found it a very enjoyable experience. I was like, yeah, it was even better when they were like number two in the country and Michael Vick played there. Yeah, it, there was a lot more prestige and mystique that used to be associated with it. But Carolyn, uh, she comes by her her branding of her segment honestly. There's nothing false about the chick who doesn't know sports. That's exactly right. Missing the hour number one. Uh, heard from Tony Anis, the head coach of the Ferris State Bulldogs. Uh, we also heard from Brooks Duanas, all things NFL. Check it out on the Duanas Now podcast. I feel like I haven't seen you forever. It's been years. I, my whole life has changed since I've seen you last. What happened? I got a new computer. I went to the Grand Canyon. I, you know, I went to Zion National Park. I mean, that is life changing. I saw all sorts of gods and relics and all sorts of things. I love Arizona. I just want to sit outside. Or Utah. That's Utah. Both. I don't know. I just want yeah. to sit out there and just sit there for like weeks. I, I know. I, I'm kind of... I've kind of seen where Aaron Rodgers is coming from. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. hear the natural sounds. Be all alone. Don't talk to anybody. It's I mean, that great. does sound pretty lovely right it now. It does sound pretty lovely. Yeah. Check it out no sports here uh, on ESPN Radio. Okay, so uh, first of all, it's still mind-blowing to me that there's places on the earth where there's just no cell phone service whatsoever. Yeah. But, but there is. And I happen to be in like the land of like three hours worth of no cell phone service while you last time you were on the radio. Oh, so, so you didn't I, get to listen? And I haven't listened back to the uh, the fill-in Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports podcast, but I got a, a text from one of our loyal listeners, mm-hmm. and all it said was, does Andrew hate Carolyn? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I don't think so. Why do you think so? And he's like, well, last week's segment, she was really funny, and he didn't laugh at anything <laughs> she said. That's the story of my life with Andrew. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. It, he just he laughs on the inside. You well, know, when he gets when you get him laughing though, then it's really funny because because right. he doesn't laugh that much. But when he really laughs, then it's really funny because uh, yeah, he just he's, he's a reluctant laugher. Yeah, he just doesn't laugh out loud. He has an LOL, if you yeah, will. Sure, he laughs inside. Uh, I also thought he uh, I I had like less than twenty four hours in Vegas, but I went to a uh, a show all by myself. Went to Absinthe. What is that? It's uh, it's like part stand-up comedy, part Broadway musical, part variety show, part circus. Wow. With like acrobats and stuff. But the comedy slash improv uh, like stuff that they were doing, this is your dream come true. I know. It was like so sophomoric and it was so inappropriate. And I, I was like crying. I was laughing so hard. They also like pick people out in the crowd and make fun of them. I was sitting like in the second row. Did they make fun of you? They totally made fun of me. Put the spotlight on me. They're like, look at this guy. He's sitting here all by himself. Loser. Couldn't get a date. I'm like, <laughs> well, 
my girl's at home. What was I supposed to do? I just wanted to go hang out by myself. I, feel, I did feel like such a loser. I have like my, I have my one beer and I'm sitting there all by myself. Everybody's just looking at me. I'm like, yeah, well. Like, I'm not a loser. I was like, I promise I'm not a loser. I, I just got a good deal on Vegas.com and here I am. Hilarious. You would love this though. All right. Yeah, well, the, uh, the little, the girl who's like the, the side person, but like really is the actual, the main mm-hmm, show. She's the like, star. Yeah. So funny. You, you'd love her. Well, my friend and I were literally just talking about Vegas and go how the show. we don't ever want to go to Vegas, except if Britney Spears comes back to Vegas, Ooh. we would go to see Britney Spears. I feel like there's somebody else that's potentially going to reignite their residency there. Gosh, I just heard this. I'm going to remember it. Unclear. Celine Dion was thinking about it. I'd see Oh, Billy Celine. Idol. That's why he was in the news because Billy oh. Idol uh, was in Missoula. Like, yeah. He's been on a tour for a little while. But yeah. I think that actually be a good Vegas show. Yeah, I think so too. There's this um, really funny singer, Richard Cheese. Not sure if you've heard of him, but he has a band called Lounge Against the Machine. And he does like lounge style, lounge style parodies he, of like famous rock songs. Well, they're and like, stuff, right? yeah, they're famous rock songs, and then he does it in a lounge version, right. and it is so fun. And I've always wanted to see him. It's really funny. So I would. He plays in Vegas every now and then. He's like Weird Al, but like the new age, right? But it's not parody. But he sings the actual song. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. just sings it in a lounge It's like the version. elevator version of like a Rage Against the Machine song. Exactly. just inherently funny. Yes. It's awesome. So one of these days, but not anytime soon. Well, if you want to listen to music in your car, go get a stereo system at Aspen Sound. See that? Oh, look good at that segue. <laughs> it's like you do this for a living. Uh, Aspen Sound uh, here in Missoula on Broadway. Uh, they have long been known for decades and decades for their uh, in-car stereo system installations. Also a great place to get your windows tinted, get that automatic car starter all set up before the cold weather hits. Uh, Aspen Sound, the presenting sponsor of Chicken Knows No Sports here uh, on ESPN Radio. Okay, so you've been like pacing around oh my God, for like I've 30 been... minutes. Is it our turn? Is it our turn? Can we get in the studio? I, I have so much. And then you were like putting your earplugs in so that we wouldn't, because we were talking about exactly what you want to talk about. I have been waiting since Monday night to yeah. get on this microphone. Yes, you have. Aaron Rodgers. Listen, it's I know. a gift that never stops giving for you. I know. But now it might just be never give you again now. Oh, he's going to give many <laughs> gifts. He is. Listen, first of all, I wasn't even watching the game, of course, because well, of course, I was probably watching Real Housewives of New York. Uh, any, is there any Monday where you're like, man, I'm going to check in on the football game? No, you don't even ever think on Mondays that there's a football game. On. No, you know how no. well how I found out. My friend Jen, who is a big fan of the show, texted me and said, "Oh my God, Aaron Rodgers just went down the first three minutes of the game." And I was like, "What game?" So then <laughs> she's texting me and tells me everything that's going on. Yes. So he, then I get a text Tuesday morning, Achilles game or season ender or something that's right, like yes. that. Yes, Achilles is snapped. The season is over. So now Aaron says, I shall rise again. And I quote, I shall rise again is what he says. People are saying he's going to play again. People are saying he may play this season. (sighs) What are your thoughts on this? I really don't think that he's going to be able to play this season. This is a great segue as well. Coming up. Right after this segment, we have Dr. Michael Wright of Missoula Bone and Joint. I mean, this he's is, an orthopedic surgeon. We are killing it today. He, he and I discussed exactly this, what it takes. And he said, he said there's a couple things about Achilles that are completely different than almost every other injury. First of all, really no one tears their Achilles unless it's like some completely ca- catastrophic like skiing injury. 
before they're like in their late thirties or early forties. Mm-hmm. But then when you become older, there's just, there's two ligaments in the body that just wear down because of age as much as use. And that's your rotator cuff and your Achilles. That's why you see guys that keep playing competitive sports into their late thirties and early forties. I mean, how many dudes have you heard of that pop their Achilles playing pickup basketball? You know, this is why much like the Senate, the NFL needs <laughs> term limits. Oh man. <laughs> old people should not be playing football. <laughs> and I can say that cuz I'm old. Yeah. And so, I've been saying this all along, I might add. I, I will say this, the medical advancements in pretty much every element of surgery have come so far and, and the way you can rehab and and how intensive and almost constant you can be about it and, and all the different things you can do. It makes it so you can't accelerate injuries quite a bit. Like the Jets running back, for example, Brees Hall, he tore his ACL last November, and he's fine. He's back to full strength before this season. So that's less than a year. And how old is he? He's like 23. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) But but I really don't see there being any scenario, no matter what, even if Aaron Rodgers did controversial things like stem cell and blood spinning and all that stuff. Which you will. There's just no way you can yeah. come back from an Achilles in less than a year. So a couple of questions. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise me if you come back. I'll be clear about that. I wouldn't be surprised if you came back, but I do not think he's coming back this year. What does this mean for his contract? Is he paid no matter what? He has a mostly guaranteed, but not fully guaranteed contract. Okay. No one in the NFL is a fully guaranteed contract. Okay. So... But he, Aaron Rodgers' contract's all front-loaded, too, so he got all his he money. He got all his money up front. He got He's on the same contract he signed in Green Bay, and that contract was precedent-setting because he got $90 million the day he signed that contract. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. So, Might have even been 100 He got the most money up front of anybody in, in pro sports history. Wow. Okay, so... He could. What was his contract with the Jets? Was it just one year or was it a oh, multi-year? Well, so because he signed a big deal with the Packers a couple years ago, so I think he has either one to two years left. I'll look this up while while we keep talking. Because if he ends up having to retire and they already paid him out, that seems like a really bad business plan for the Jets. It is. The problem is that these teams are just worth so much that it's just you know you can just hide you the can money, just throw the money. It's, it's just like a, anyway. It's just like a tax uh, write off, basically. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers signed a three-year, fifty, fifty-one, one hundred and fifty-one million dollar deal in uh, January of twenty twenty-two. So that means this contract goes through January twenty twenty-five. <laughs> so you're telling me if he is injured and he decides to retire, he still probably takes most of that money, even though he. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Now he's already gotten most of the yeah. money. Yeah. I want to be clear about something because my friend. Made it made me feel like she thought I would be happy that Aaron Rodgers was so hurt that he ha- might have to retire, and I don't I don't want anyone to think that I am that heartless and cruel that I am taking pleasure in this. So I here's am, the here's Aaron Rodgers' contract details. He got fifty million dollars up front. He got another forty before that calendar year was over. Then he only quote unquote makes one point eight million this year, three point one next year, and then thirty seven point five in twenty twenty five. Your face is amazing. I can't even imagine. We need to renegotiate our con- contracts here. This, uh, for this sure. is a good deal. <laughs> um I but I want it to be clear. I I feel bad for him because I you think do. I, I actually feel bad for the Jets. I, I'm I'm still rooting for them. I love that they came back and won. For sure. That was awesome. Um are they gonna keep Zach? 
Zach Wilson? I was going to say Zach Morris, but Zach, that's from Saved by the Bell. He's kind of he like, looks Zach, like Morris. Zach Morris. Yeah, he does. Are they going to keep him, or they, do, are they going to try and get another quarterback? That also remains to be seen. Because he did a great job. Uh, Zach the, Wilson did okay, for sure. Well, I thought he did great. Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch it, but uh, well, they won. The, the thing is, the quarterback's so important because if you have a quarterback with this Jets team, you really are a contender, and if you don't, you're not. Yeah. Zach Wilson's just not good enough. I think my favorite part of all of this is were the memes. I mean, the memes came out so fast. Yeah. I'm like, who is doing this? But they're they're my heroes. And then um, the the conspiracy theory that this was all part of the plan, and yeah, Tom yeah. Brady is going to come in and be the quarterback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see, this is how messed up my brain is. My initial thought was, oh, he's not hurt. That's just what they planned on doing. They gave him an infomercial for an entire month of called Hard Knocks, and then he's going to get hurt, and he's just going to resurface as a guy in the booth. Oh, okay. Interesting. I don't think that's real, though. I mean, I, mean, I think they want to win the Super Bowl. They have, sure. They absolutely yeah. do. So. Well, I don't know. I The memes have been great. The The conspiracy theories are great, but here's a great... Great story. So the first game night, Jack's American Pub in Wisconsin promised everyone in the pub free Mm -hmm. drinks if the Jets lose. Whoa. So the Jets start and people are, you know, drinking, having a good time. Aaron Rodgers, you know, hurts himself. So people just start knocking them back. They think they're drinking free for the night. Oh, yeah. They are partying and then they win and all these people are like... Have to pay these insane bar tabs. Here's here's hilarious. My, here's my Monday night. I went to my uh, seven year old nephew's first little football game. Cute. It was a tie, barn burner, twelve to twelve. Whoa. <laughs> and then uh, I always try to go to dinner with my mom once a week, and Aww. we usually go on Wednesdays. But we were just together already, so I say let's just go get something to eat. So we went to go get something to eat. I don't know if you followed this whole kerfuffle with the Charter Spectrum cable and ESPN getting pulled off it. Well, that's what Monday Night Football is on. Right. So we go to a place where I think it's going to be on. They don't have ESPN. So they only have ESPN 2. So then I got the Manning cast on, but not the actual game. So I'm trying to watch it. Then it goes into overtime. So I was like, okay, let's just stay till the end of the game. The place is trying to close, whatever. So then I was like, when the game goes to overtime, I said, okay, bye, Mom. And they just run over across the way and just watch the end of this. So I go across the way. Hit the sports bet machine because I instantly was like, well, there's no way the Jets are going to win in overtime without Aaron Rodgers. Put 20 bucks in on the Bills. Boom. Of course, the Jets win. Well, that's what you get. That's for, what you get. Yeah. I I mean, I think they've built a nice team. Not like I know I'm talking about, but based on hard knocks, like they've still got a good for sure. team. And I think it's cool that they still came back and won. And do you think that was a blow to Aaron Rodgers' ego a little bit? Like he thinks. Definitely. Yeah. So well, not only did he part, hurt himself, and he's like, oh, the they won without about, me. That's the part about this is that he's been trying to brand himself as like this regal leader who's, you know, he's changed. And all the young guys look up to him, and he's really helping Zach Wilson out. They tried to show that in the show all the time. Yeah. Now that Aaron Rodgers is hurt, Aaron Rodgers is not showing up in, to anything New York Jets related. Okay, that's I what bet. I was just going to ask you. So because I had said I think it would be cool when the season's over or when he's done with his contract for him to coach. Because yeah. I just felt like he could be a leader to these young guys. Yeah, he's I not going to coach. He's going to go do a podcast with Pat McAfee. I know, you. I know, but I mean like this season. Oh, sure, right. Do you think he'll stay and just Man. sort of help guide this team? It's a really, really good question. My initial inkling is no. That stinks. Then I won't like him again. He'll be somewhere else just doing his rehab. He'll be in Utah at Zion. 
Probably. Doing a sound bath. Yeah, sound baths. <laughs> Vision quests. Okay. Well, I mean, I think, Aaron, if you're listening, I feel like it would be really good sportsmanship to hang out and uh, help guide Zach Morris <laughs> to victory. All, uh, all the, uh, the thoughts on Aaron Rodgers aside, this was a catastrophic moment for the NFL. There has really never been an off-season acquisition like Aaron Rodgers who moved teams and moved to the biggest market in the league and then got all this promotion because of this show and then to have it end so quickly. If I, if you're the NFL, if you're like the the, the administrators of the NFL, the, especially the people that choose which games are on primetime TV, I guarantee you on Monday night they were freaking out. Yeah. Because they got the Jets on primetime like half the games right. this year. Because why wouldn't you? Right. Even you want to watch it. You don't even like no, sports. No, I don't want to watch it, but I want to hear about it. Chicken Hustle No Sports here on ESPN Radio, presented in part by uh, Hot House Yoga. Hot House Yoga right downtown uh, in Missoula. I uh, I must say, I, I've only gone a, a, a sparing amount in the summer because the hot into the hot into the hot into the hot is... But now it's a little chilly today, so mm-hmm. I'm uh, very inclined to start going back You want to go frequently. to Sculpt today? Ooh, who's teaching? I think Katrina. Mm, she's she's very very challenging. I know. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I, I got my uh, my uh, physical therapy slash personal training at noon. Else, okay. I would totally join. All right. Well, another day. That's why I'm dressed in my best right here in my Nike dry fit T-shirt. You do you. I mean, I didn't notice a difference <laughs> in any other day. Come on. <laughs> well, this one doesn't have a collar. Yeah, just, hey, only she's wearing my Nike dry fit <laughs> with my collar on it. Uh, all right. What else you got? Okay. The U.S. Open was lit this year. I almost texted you this, but then I forgot. This, I don't know what was going on, but it seemed so fun. It definitely seemed fun. They were having a blast. I, I mean, think it's for- because, the, part of it I think is because the, the, sometimes, in a, especially in individual sports, when you have such dominant figures, they're so fun to follow, but they also suck all the air out of the room. Yeah. The Williams sisters weren't in it for the first time in so long. Right. So now you can actually just, you're not, it's not like, oh, who's going to beat Serena? Where's Serena? How's Serena doing? That's a great point because you're so focused on that instead of all these new players that are, well, Coco is just a a doll. Coco Goff. Love her. Her, CNN's got to figure out how to spell her name right. Do they not spell her name right? They've spelled it wrong multiple times when they do the headlines. So rude. Get the name right. Yeah, this is Coco, people. Yeah. Um, After she won and saying like her family and saying this is the first time I've seen my dad cry. I mean, I was just bawling over it. It's classic what she said. I FaceTimed my brother and he ignored it. Yeah. Because <laughs> of course he did. Um, the post game or the post match speeches by both the young ladies I thought were mm-hmm. very, very good. Oh, and then the the gal that she beat, they have video of her going into the locker room, maybe not necessarily the locker room, but they had video. It was like a hallway. And she walks in there very, like, you know, quietly. She's alone. She takes her racket out of her bag. She smashes it against the ground. Just goes nuts. Throws it in the garbage. <laughs> dust herself off. And then walks back out. It was classic. I'm like, you are a class act. You just went and handled your business in private. It was great. Yeah. Um, ben Shelton. I'm unsure. He is a 20-year-old. He is adorable. He played for, I believe, University of Florida last year. He was a freshman or sophomore last year, went mm-hmm. pro this year. He is just has so much personality. He's he's just, he's going to be great for tennis. Um, Jojovic beat him. 
And I guess one of the things that Ben did at, after he'd win a match is he'd hold his hand up to his ear and pretend he was on the phone and then like hang it up. And it was just like this silly little thing. Right. And I guess Jovovich did it. Djokovic. Djokovic. Yeah. I can't read my own handwriting. Djokovic did it to him and yeah. people were like going crazy and, and Ben was like, I don't care. This is hilarious. Djokovic is such a funny character. He is like so abrasive and so then no, he's he's going to be the greatest men's tennis player ever. If I can say his name right. I mean, he's going to be the greatest men's tennis player of all time yeah. in terms of resume when this is all said and done and he's just not even close to beloved like no. any of the other guys like Pete Sabres or Andre Agassi or... Roger Federer or Rafael Nadal or Arthur Ashe or Bjorn Borg or anybody, even John Ma McEnroe, even McEnroe with all his antics is not, was still beloved, even yeah. though he's a total crazy person. And he's completely beloved now. He's really totally. like, totally. Yeah. Djokovic just rubs everybody the wrong way. I, there's like, no, is there anybody that's like a hardcore Djokovic fan, even though he's the guy to beat? He has been for 10 years. I think if you're a fan of tennis and like the game yeah, and you're not like worrying about personalities or whatever, yeah. but the best part, though, of the final match was, I guess Moderna was a big sponsor, mm. and they had like oh, a, sh a shot of the game, and they oh, and it God. was Djokovic, you know, hitting some great shot, and it was just so ironic the, because of the whole anti-vax thing. The and, funniest part of living in 2023 is thinking about if they showed a video of pretty much anything in 2023 to us in 1993 and what right. we would have thought of it. I know. It's like a South Park episode. 100%. You could write exactly that. Champion tennis player who refuses to take vaccine is hitting the shot of the game presented by the by vaccine, the vaccine. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like a parody. It really is. <laughs> um, one thing I would like to say, if you didn't catch any of the doubles or mixed doubles matches, I highly recommend going back and watching some, even just a few of the games. They were so fun, so lively. So, I mean, there's just so much personality. They, they, everyone just seemed like they're having a blast. And that was really fun to watch. I really hope that uh, Coco Goff can navigate this whole thing because she's sort of been this upcoming star, but now she's going to be a superstar. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's got a lot of star power, though. And I, I think that she she has the the sort of the makeup to handle it. So. She seems pretty grounded. She I definitely think, does. Yeah, I think she'll be great. She also uh, seems like she's got a little chip on her shoulder, too. I mean... She said, lastly, I'd like to thank all the people oh, yeah, that have the hated haters. on me. She's like, it's just gasoline on my fire, baby. Yep. Keep on hating on me. I know. And that's what I love is yeah. that she is above it. I think that's what she's saying. Like, I'm above this nonsense and I'm not going to, and I don't know anyone who hated on her. Right. That's yeah, what's I mean, It wild. might just be self-fabricated. I mean, Jordan used to do this all the time too, right? Yeah. Just say, I can't do it. So then I'm going to go do it. So yeah. Uh, it, it's an interesting mental thing that a lot of the elite athletes have, but uh, she, she's definitely a good one. Check out those sports here. Uh, on ESPN Radio, presented in part by the Hype House. Hype House located on uh, Tool Avenue, right across the street from DraftWorks. They have their really super fun and uh, very engaging spin classes, but also some great strength classes uh, as well. Uh, go check them out there uh, on Tool Avenue. What else you got? Coach Prime, baby. Oh, baby. We talked about this for a long time yesterday. Okay. Well, I won't get into it too much because what I have to say doesn't really matter, except I love him. 2-0. I mean, he, he is, is bringing Colorado back. Those stands were full. They People were, were pumped. Um, I just think he's awesome. But you know how savage he is as a coach? He is even more as a dad. Every birthday for his kids, he, he ranks them. So he will write on like Twitter or Instagram like, happy birthday to my number two or my whatever. And he has his kids ranked. 
by his favorite to his least favorite. Oh my gosh. I think that's funny. <laughs> I mean, I, I think if you are consistent in it and your kids become uh, well-rounded and it seems like his, at least the ones that have been in the spotlight so far are. I think it's a joke. It's definitely yeah. a joke. He's yeah. pretty entertaining though. I don't know. It's uh I'm so interested to see the sustainability of all this because he's just riding the meteor right now. Yeah, and, good. And uh, will it flame out? I don't know. It seems like he's got the sustainability, but also just like the fortitude to handle it. He's Deion Sanders. Right. He is fine. He is going to handle it. He is taking Colorado to the next level. I love it. Although he is rubbing this the coach of Colorado State the wrong way. Yeah, Jay Norvell. Yeah. He, you know Jay Norvell went to high school with our boss? I did not. Yeah, I didn't either until uh, she told me that. Oh. Well, um, I guess because Coach Prime wears a hat and sunglasses all the time. Mm-hmm. The coach from Colorado State finds that to be rude. Yeah, he said when, I, said when I talk to adults, I generally take my hat and sunglasses I off. I mean, he's not wrong. That not is wrong. proper manners. Sure. You, you should have your hat off when you walk into a building or at dinner or when you're speaking manners, to people. Miss Manners, Carolyn. But it's Coach Prime. I mean, I hope when he's at dinner with people, he takes his hat and glasses Does off. Does Deion Sanders even go to dinner with people? I would think so. I mean, he definitely goes with his number one son. <laughs> is, is the number one right now the kid who's playing quarterback? For sure Colorado? is. Sure is. I bet it is. Uh, here's where this thing's going to get real Western for Colorado. Is they, they beat TCU, who played for the national championship last year. That Big win, right? They beat Nebraska. Nebraska's been down, but that's still their rival, one of their rivals. Uh, and they play Colorado State, their other in-state rival. This week, they should have no trouble with Colorado State. Colorado State's not very good. But then... They're going to get into the throws of the Pac-12, and they're going to play at Oregon. Then they got USC coming to Folsom Field, and USC is – I mean, that college game day is going to be in town for Folsom – or for that game, I think. Uh, I mean, the Pac-12 is as good as it's ever been right now. I shouldn't say has ever been, but in recent years, as good as it's been recently. Oregon State's a top 25 team. Washington State's a top 20 team. Uh, Utah's a top 12 team. They got all those teams coming up. That's where this is going to get really weird. Either or. If, if they start losing, how do they handle it? How does he yeah. handle it? If they win, and then all of a sudden they're like, I mean, let's say they beat Oregon, who's number 13 in the country, then they beat USC, who's number five in the country. They're going to be top four team in the country. How do they handle it? They're going to win it all. Man, if they won it all in year one, that, oh, wow. That would be so awesome. It would be awesome because of all the things that have happened with the Pac-12 and how the Pac-12 is going to dissolve. If, if Colorado won the national championship, the last year the Pac-12 existed, that would just be crazy. I don't know anything <laughs> about anything, yeah. but I'm I'm rooting for this. I think this would be cool. I don't know why I love Deion Sanders so much. I think it's the '90s thing in me. I don't know, but I just I'm, I love the way he talks to the boys. I love the way he coaches them on and off the field. How you act off the field, how you treat people, how you treat women. How you go? You go to your classes. You this, you that. There's all this, uh, you know, video of him talking to these boys, not just about football. And I think he's like a real leader. And if these, if all, I just think it would be great to see him take it all the way. No, well, I was down at Speed Radio checking those little sports. Uh, yeah, it would be fascinating. It's, we're going to keep tracking this because it's certainly one of the biggest stories in sports right now. What else you got? All right, Tyreek Hill. Yep, Tyreek Hill, the cheetah. I don't know him, but. Is he a good player? Is one of the best players in the NFL. Okay. 
Well, this little boy named Franco, um, I guess he made, his parents made a video of him playing football on the, uh, you know, on the playground and he's really good. I mean, he's like seven, but mm. he's really good. And he was wearing a Tyreek Hill jersey and it went viral and it was cute, whatever. Tyreek Hill came to visit the boy and surprise him. Wow. And played a little football with him. And it was the cutest thing ever. And then the little boy, Franco, was able to um, announce that Tyreek won the Nickelodeon uh, MVP Slime Award. Wow. I mean, like, t- think of your seven. This is Just like incredible. the best thing ever. It's super cute. And these are the kind of things when I see like athletes doing this. I mean, I'm sure someone was like, hey, you should go do this. But like, he didn't have to. No, totally. He made this kid's, I mean, you should see this little boy. Uh, he is so happy. So now I have a new favorite NFL Tyreek Hill's a good one. I mean, Tyreek Hill has a lot of authentic uh, enthusiasm about a lot of things. He's a very smiley guy. Yeah. He has, uh, he has a little bit of a jaded background, but he's... Uh, He's been nothing but great ever since, you know, between his time in Kansas City and his time in Miami. So, well, I love I mean, when he, they get he back had the game like of the that. week last week. So, I mean, he's he's a pretty good one to to root on. Well, he won the Slime Award, so he must be great. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, well, Tyreek Hill and the Miami Dolphins are one of the hottest stories in sports. So maybe you can. Uh, Why? A lot of reasons. I mean, Tua Tagovailoa is uh, a pretty captivating figure. Uh, he's I mean, back. He's playing. He's back. He's playing. He had the best week of any quarterback in the NFL last week. Are they wrapping him in bubble wrap? <laughs> no. Mm, they should. Uh, they, I mean, they've got this young, slick coach, and they, they just have a lot of hype around him. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, right now I'm rooting for the Jets. You are. I am. Zach Morris versus Zach Morris, <laughs> for sure. Is um, Robert Sala A.C. Slater with a bald head? Yeah, I think he wow. is. Wow. And then I love my saucy man. Sauce Gardner. <laughs> I love these characters. They're pretty fun Honestly, characters. this Hard Knocks, this is genius because... It is. I bet every season I watch it... That'll be your favorite That'll team. be my favorite team. Yeah. I love seeing will. their personalities. It's just so fun to You me. should watch the last last year's one. Okay. On the Lions. Okay. Dan Campbell is hilarious. All right. He's drinking like 11 shot Americanos. Oh, that's going to give you a tummy ache. He does like all the workouts with the players. Like when they're doing up downs and sit ups and stuff, he's just doing it, just sweating his butt off. It's so funny. Um, okay. I will, I will watch that in between. I mean, Bravo's really killing it right now. Stop. I have something every night. Just stop. I'm just saying it's, uh, it's your really. Your brain is eroding quickly. It is my escape. Okay. <laughs> Chicken Ozo Sports presented by Aspen Sound in Missoula. Aspen Sound located there on Broadway. Need an automatic car starter before the winter? Go check out Aspen Sound. Uh, anything else to add today? Well, I did want to ask one thing. Sure. So I was um, scrolling through Instagram or TikTok or one of those things to rot my brain. And Virginia, <laughs> and it was like the first week of college football and stuff. So yeah, I had a yeah. lot of college football on my feed. And Virginia Tech has the most amazing entrance Yes. Song. Well, it's it's Enter Sandman. Totally. And that stadium goes berserk. Berserk. Is that every game? Every game. What is what is our entrance song? The University of Montana. Yeah. Uh, Bring them out by Ti, and then into Welcome the to the Jungle by Guns oh, N' Roses. I like Welcome the Jungle. Okay. Yeah. Do people go crazy like that? They do. I have never I, seen I, anything. I will say that uh, as iconic as the tunnel run at Washington Grizzly Stadium is, they could use a little freshen it up. Okay. Maybe just a different tune or something. That's what I'm thinking. Do they need do they need to call me? I can help. You should. I could be the 
the mascot out there. It just seems like I've been to some games and I have not seen energy like that. Blacksburg's a special place. That that's one of the best in the in the country for sure in terms of the uh, the run out. No yep. doubt. Yeah, I mean that was pretty sweet. Yeah, it actually gave me. I actually watched it several times. Nice because it was it gave me goosebumps. Yeah. So I would suggest people if you haven't seen it, go check it out. I got a book. I got Frank Beamer, the head co- the former head coach of Virginia Tech. I got his book over there and he signed it for me. Aw, that's nice. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but that's cool. I know. <laughs> So I choose the chicken doesn't know sports, ladies and gents. What else you got? Anything? That's it. Thanks for being here. Thanks. The brand is authentic, I promise. About 20 years late on the Blacksburg run out, but uh, better late than never. What's it actually take to come back from an Achilles injury? Dr. Michael Wright, Missoula Bone and Joint, joins us next. ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultylaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Well, time for an updated edition of the Sports Medicine Journal. It's presented by Missoula Bone and Joint. We're joined from time to time by Dr. Michael Wright, who's an orthopedic surgeon there at Missoula Bone and Joint. Doc, thanks for taking some time for us, man. How you been? What's going on? No, not much. Just getting busy here with football season starting, and uh, yeah, I've been well. It's good to talk to you again. Well, tons of scuttle right now around the NFL because, as always, there's so many injuries, uh, even though we're only one week into the season, and you saw some catastrophic ones, including a really high-profile one in New York with Aaron Rodgers going down with an Achilles. Uh, We'll get to that here in just a minute, but there's a lot of debate right now in the NFL about the, the safety or lack thereof of artificial turf. A lot of people have installed, a lot of teams have installed artificial turf because of the maintenance part of it all, but also that's not really a worry for NFL teams. They have enough money to maintain any sort of surface, but also uh, there's the speed element to it as well. You can just play faster on on, uh, artificial turf, but then that comes with a lot of of fallout as well when it comes to potential injuries, especially lower body injuries. So what are your thoughts? I mean, what do you think of just sort of the difference between natural grass and artificial turf? 
Well, you know, this is something I've seen kind of vacillate within my career, you know, in terms of like recommendations, meaning some studies show there's no difference in rate of injuries. Some studies overwhelmingly show that more injuries occur. And I tend to favor the latter. I mean, I, I think you see more injuries on turf for some of the reasons that you just mentioned. You know, I think part of this this question, too, when you look at players getting hurt on turf, too, is, well, what do the players prefer to play on? And, and I think a lot, you know, the whole NFL thing going on right now, a lot of the players really prefer to play on natural grass. And so I think that's part of it when you think about kind of the mental connection uh, to your body and the playing surface. I think that's a piece of it, too. Um, but I think there is more and more literature, you know, even in the last few years that's just showing higher rates of, of injuries on, on a turf surface. So it's it's definitely interesting and, and an area of controversy within, within sports medicine. Well, I mean, when you look at just even just the way the Grizz football team practices, they, they go out at Dornblazer Field all fall camp because they want Bobby Houck wants to be on national grass because he thinks it's safer and, and they do their midweek practices a lot of times at the River Bowl because the same deal natural grass what, what, what the high risk factors it, do you think speed is more of a factor or just the ability to sort of catch on the on the turf what's a bigger factor in injury you know, I think it's probably the latter. Um, you know, I think it's when they're you know, when their foot comes down on the playing surface, there's less there's less give. And then if you couple that with the speed equation, you know, then you have more momentum through a surface that's less forgiving. Um, and to your point about the Grizz, you know, playing a natural grass, I mean, I think it is somewhat problematic to have players going back and forth between turf grass, turf grass too, because you know their 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 you know muscle memory and their movements is all you know, kind of mixed up when they're switching playing surfaces. So just that factor alone may also increase, you know, injuries when you're having them, you know, practice on two different surfaces. Sports Medicine Journal, Dr. Michael Wright joining us here on Nuana's Now ESPN Radio, presented by Missoula Bone and Joint. Uh, Aaron Rodgers wasn't the only Achilles injury of the weekend. We, we've seen some pretty prominent Achilles injuries uh, in recent years, I mean, Kobe Bryant was kind of the the one that pops to mind from the recent past, and then Kevin Durant in the finals a couple years ago as well. Joe Burrow, uh, you know, a calf injury that wasn't quite an Achilles injury, but a lot of people were fearing that he might have popped his Achilles, uh, but that it turned out not to be the case. And then Aaron Rodgers on on uh, Monday Night Football. But when you think think about Kobe, Durant, Burrow, and Rodgers, all of them had like this precursor of calf tightness or some sort of calf strain explain that to us is there some uh, some sort of a precursor that, that's related to your calf when it comes to your achilles well, I think there is. You know, any any time you're looking at, at these injuries, they usually occur when we see them in, in the clinical space. This is kind of the classic weekend warrior injury. And what that means in the orthopedic world is you take a middle-aged, you know, male or female that maybe plays in beer league softball on the weekend. They go out and try to sprint. They're relatively deconditioned, and they pop their Achilles. I mean, we see that you know, every week at Missoula Bone and Joint. You know, NFL players and NBA players, you can argue, are pretty darn well conditioned. Um, so I think con- conditioning is, is a large part of it. You know, you don't see these guys playing really in any of the preseason games. So I do wonder, are they entering the season a little bit under condition? Like the like Aaron Rodgers, I don't think, played, you know, really in the preseason at all um, at a competitive level. Um, so I think that's part of it is being deconditioned early in the season. The second part of it is the weekend warrior part of it, which largely 
likely is related to someone's age and the natural aging of the human body. And and what I mean by that is we see we see more Achilles injuries in kind of the 30s, 40s age group than we do, we do in people in their 20s. And part of that is just natural aging of the human body. It's the same is true with rotator cuff injuries. You almost never see them in, in, in young 20, 30, or even 40-year-olds. But once someone gets in their 50s, there's something about the hypovascular nature of that structure and the wear and tear of that structure over someone's life that it begins to fail in their 50s and 60s. And so the same is true for that Achilles. We just tend to see those injuries in that kind of 30s uh, age age group. So there's part of part of the anatomy of the human body that plays into an Achilles injury. And then I think the second piece of it is, is, is there some calf tightness? Is there some deconditioning element where you're asking that body to perform at a superhuman level uh, and it hasn't done that in a while? When it comes to preventative, I mean, is there things that people can do, especially if they are in sort of that uh, more high-risk age group? Absolutely. I mean, the stretching is 100% key, you know, in preventing eight uh, types of injuries like this. And stretching, I guess, is really only half of it. The other half of it is, is strengthening. You want to exercise that tendon so it's seeing and replicating the type of load that it's going to see in a game-playing environment. So stretching is, is absolutely key to maintaining good tendon health um, as, is, as is strengthening. So, yeah, this is something that you really, really as an athlete, shouldn't skip. You should never skip your warm-up, you know, if you want to prevent injuries there's there's a lot of literature to support that uh as well that uh, a good warm-up is really really crucial when it comes to recovering then from a torn achilles i mean we've come so far when it comes to surgeries like acls or, or shoulder labrums and stuff like that those are no longer you know the quit the kiss of death so to speak you can come back from them achilles seem to be a little bit more dire not necessarily a kiss of death but but a little bit more serious so what's the rehab uh process like well, I, I agree. Of the injuries you just listed, uh, you know, Achilles would probably be last on my list of which one I would want to have. Um, even ACL recovery, I, I would argue, is more predictable um, than an Achilles rehab. And, you know, you can plan on, I would say, a full year of recovery for, for Achilles. I mean, you listed some success stories in the NBA, Durant, Clay Thompson, um, who, who were able to get back, and certainly Kobe. Um, but there's a lot of athletes that had the same thing that didn't get back. And, um, um, and the reason is the rehab is just so grueling, so slow. There's a pretty high rate of retear, um, even after repairs that have successfully healed. And and that also goes back to the size of the tendon, the limited healing ability of that tendon. So even in the best of surgical procedures, the best of rehabilitation protocols, we do see a fairly high rate of retear. And boy, once it happens twice, then talk about career ending. I mean, then it's it's really really tough to come back from. I mean, this is that's why John Wall has been a shell of himself because. Because, you know, he tore his Achilles, had the, had the rehab, and then uh, slipped on his uh, bathroom floor and tore it again. And, you know, he went from one of the best point guards of the NBA to, to not very, being able to function, really, in an NBA game. So um, definitely a bummer. Dr. Michael Wright joining us from Azula Bone and Joint uh, here on one is now talking all things uh, Achilles injuries. Uh, I mean, last question. I know that you're not Aaron Rodgers' doctor, so you don't have to speak specifically to him. But for uh, just a, a hypothetical, a 39-year-old man coming back from an Achilles, how challenging is that uh, if you want to stay at a high uh, performance level as an athlete? Oh, 
I think it's very, very challenging. I mean, the, the competitive spirit of Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and certainly his history would argue, you know, you never count him out. You know, it's, I think I said the same thing about Tiger Woods going through this horrific thing, but boy, you know, it it's always amazes me the spirit of these athletes and their ability to will their way uh, back to success. So I'd never count someone out, but boy, someone NFL late 30s, this is, this is going to be a tough one, I think, to see him again on the field at a high level. Dr. Michael Wright, Missoula Bone and Joint, orthopedic surgeon over there at MBJ. Doc, thanks so much for joining us, man. Very interesting. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Yep, my pleasure. One, two, three. Everyone is now on ESPN Radio. You gotta laugh at, at some of the, the stuff that comes about during an NFL season. Welcome back. Duan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. And the ESPN MT app. If you missed anything in the show, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot rapidly expanding their fiber networking. If you want to see if there's fiber in your area, visit goblackfoot.com. The uh, M store where they're all grizz all the time. I've heard a lot of people ask me, where can I get my black grizz gear? It's a blackout at Washington Grizzly Stadium on Saturday night. You can get it at the M store. They'll get it there at the corner of Broadway and Higgins and the Nuanas Now podcast also presented proudly by the MSU Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org or swing in anytime you're on campus to get your blue and gold. Uh, the headline I'm referring to, this is funny, it says, we didn't pay him to do less, in quotes. But then the question is, is Jalen Hurts running too much for his own good? This is, this is one of the, it's one of the most Interesting talking points in the NFL to me. Mobile running quarterbacks and their prevalence for injuries. Now, here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers isn't a running quarterback. He just suffered a a catastrophic injury. Tom Brady's not a running quarterback. He also had a catastrophic injury in his career. Drew Brees, he can get around a little bit, but I wouldn't say anybody would call him a running quarterback. He also had multiple bad injuries during his career. Peyton Manning. Terrible injury during his career. Andrew Luck, basically a career-ending injury. None of those guys could run, really. So I do think sometimes we sort of pigeonhole running quarterbacks and say they get hurt more. Maybe a little bit, but I actually think that if you play in the NFL, you have a high chance of getting hurt, period, no matter how much you play or what position you play or how much you run if you're a quarterback. Jalen Hurts signed one of the most lucrative contracts in, in NFL history with the Philadelphia Eagles this last offseason. I guess the reason I sort of scoff and laugh at these headlines is if you try to teach Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson or guys like that that run around all over the place to play quarterback without that, they're not going to be as good. That might sound just so obvious, but it's just so true. It's not just the rushing touchdown. I mean, Jalen Hurts, I think, is the only uh, quarterback in NFL history that has two consecutive seasons of double-digit rushing touchdowns. But that's that's what you're paying him for. That's what makes him so good. Lamar Jackson, he's been hurt, right? But when he's running around and improv- improvising and letting it rip, I mean, man, there's nobody really better in the league. So, I don't know. I think you just got to let these guys be who they are. Let them accentuate their strengths. Or just hope you don't have bad luck. And if you do, you do. But that's just a part of the NFL. The Eagles, of course, uh, in the news, uh, leading the day because they play the Minnesota Vikings. Philadelphia coming off of a 
I mean, somewhat more narrow than expected win over the New England Patriots, although they did cover. The Eagles were three-and-a-half-point favorites, and they won by five, so hard to say there was a, a failing. They, they covered the spread. They are five-and-a-half-point favorites against Minnesota tonight. Minnesota coming off of an embarrassing loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is just not very good. Andrew, what do you think of this game? I know we only got about a minute here, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the Eagles, what, what, I guess, what did you think last week? Did they, did they live up to your expectations? Well, I think they definitely have some things to work on after last week. I definitely yeah. think they're not uh, they're not where they were sort of in the middle of last season when they were just steamrolling people, including yeah. the Minnesota Vikings last season, who they beat pretty badly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that I still have faith in this team as a team that's going to figure things out. Uh, of yeah. course, they lost a ton in the offseason, lost a ton of players on the defense, yeah. lost both of their coordinators. I think that it's going to be a little bit of, of a game of progress to get back to where they were. But yeah, I mean, I think that I'm feeling pretty confident about them tonight. I think you should. I think the Vikings are going to be a team that really has a chance to spiral, both because their quarterback does not have the security he probably desires, uh, not getting a contract extension, Kirk Cousins did not, and also just because of everything they've lost and because they have such a tough schedule. We'll give you an update on what happens tonight. Tomorrow, we'll see you at 4 p.m. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Coulter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M-Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M-Store, is Grizz All-American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t-shirt. What's it like being on a t-shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that yeah. might, it must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t-shirt of you at the M-Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.